you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. This is the SoCal Update. I'm Adolfo Guzman Lopez. Coming up, tips on how parents can help prepare their kids going back to school and how the salsa scene in LA is staying connected and lively during the pandemic. It's Tuesday, March 9th. Across LA County, many districts are preparing to reopen elementary schools by the end of the month. Families are excited, but the transition can come with some stress. Caroline Champlin has more on how parents can prepare their kids emotionally for coming back to school. Right. I talked to the superintendent from the L.A. County Office of Education, and she said the best thing parents can do is set their kids expectations, help them picture how the classrooms will look with desks further apart, probably maybe plastic barriers. Everyone's wearing masks or even better, show them pictures of their classrooms if they're available and explain why they look different that it's all to keep them safe. She says by preparing students now, that can prevent any shock when the kids do go back or mental health problems later on. There must be plenty of mental health issues. What are county officials doing to prepare for those? And how can parents tell if their kids are having a hard time adjusting? Right. So a school counselor coordinator I talked to says they don't actually know how students are going to respond to hybrid learning at this point. So during this transition, it's really important for parents to pay close attention to sudden changes in their kids' behavior. They could be crying a lot, having angry outbursts, or suddenly doing poorly in school. And they should be checking in with students on a daily basis, she said. One thing kids might be struggling with is the feeling of grief, and not just for loved ones that they've lost, but also for the time and experiences they've missed out on in the last year. That might mean birthdays or school ceremonies or just not seeing family members. And county officials say that whatever is the reason for the grief, parents should try to maintain routines and try to find a way to memorialize that loss. But ultimately, the transition can take time. And if students really keep struggling, parents might want to consider getting support from a school counselor because it's really a lot to ask of of parents alone. Thanks for digging and getting this information, Caroline. We know the film and TV business has a bad history with diversity, equity, and inclusion. Turns out the music industry is no better. John Horn's here with the details. Yeah, so even though artists like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Rihanna are wildly popular, most other female performers remain outliers. That's according to a new report from USC's Annenberg Inclusion Initiative, which studied the most popular 900 songs over the past nine years. Fewer than 14% of all Grammy nominees over those nine years were women. And the numbers are just as grim for female songwriters and for producers, especially non-white women. Three years ago, a similar USC study found equally unbalanced results, which prompted music industry calls for change. The result, in 2019, 22.5% of the top 100 top songs were by female artists. Last year, the figure dropped to barely 20%. You've been reporting on this for a while. Thanks for the story, John. The pandemic has forced us to give up a lot of activities, but one thing that's continued is salsa dancing. Mike Rowe has more details. You know, even though it should, the coronavirus has not been keeping people off of the dance floor. One of the salsa events that's been ongoing while L.A. County has been under COVID-19 restrictions is weekly outdoor dancing on the Venice Pier. Many wear masks while dancing, but even with them, the physicality of salsa, combined with needing to be up close with a partner, means no social distancing and masks soaked with sweat. What's worse is that a lot of the dancers aren't wearing masks, which is just a bad idea until we've gotten enough people back 
vaccinated that we've achieved herd immunity. Thanks, Mike, for this story. And thank you all for joining me on this SoCal update. We'll see you next time.